That's okay. I have you on speaker. <laughs> I have to, to record it. I, I'm just learning still, so I'm not doing this right, but it's working. So. Well, I, I don't think there's really a, a right or wrong way to do it. Right. Um, the fact that you are going above and beyond, um, to share, you know, I think is amazing. I think it's amazing too. I wish more people could find out about it. I got to figure all that stuff out. I feel like you're just such a wealth of information um, that, you know, for a lot of us that are over 40, um, it's invaluable. It really is. Oh, you're so sweet. I feel like a lot of ladies are looking for, what can I do? You know, know. how can I improve my odds? And, you know, there isn't a lot of valuable information out there other than, oh, take COQ10 or take, add some vitamin C. I know. yeah, and that's, that's great. No, that's not but enough. For a lot of us, it requires more. Yeah, yeah, we need some help. And my baby's sleeping, so as long as he's I'm sleeping, home. I'm good. He's a wild one, and I'm. I love you, wild one. <sighs> it's not like my other three kids. He's so different. And they all are very different. Okay, um, my three yeah, first a, three a were quite similar. Boy, busy one right now. Oh. Um. Yeah, he. It's you, exhausting some days. <laughs> he's so how old were you when you had him? Oh gosh. Um thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. That's that's an AMA yeah. pregnancy. Did you have any problem conceiving him? No. 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 I've yeah. had zero problems until I turned forty, literally. Okay. That's um, so I, I have heard that. In, that exact sentence. Yeah. Turned forty in January. Um, we conceived in February, literally the second cycle trying. Mm. Um, and then we found out at about 10 weeks that baby had passed. Oh, um, and we had, you know, the, the DNA because my body was yeah. not willing to accept that, I guess. Oh. <laughs> I did try the meds twice. It did not work. And so we went for the DNA. He called it a DNA. I, I consider <sighs> it more of a DNC. I don't know. Regardless, it was literally yeah. the first surgery of my entire life. Oh. I've ne- I'd never been put under anesthesia. <laughs> that would have been a horrible first um, surgery to have. They, yeah. They were able to do the testing, which was great. And then we learned that she had trisomy 15. So oh. it was directly related to, you know, equality oh. in my age. Oh, I just, I can't imagine losing one later than even like seven or eight weeks. I just. Um, well, we hadn't even, I hadn't even told my mom or my sister oh. yet. We did tell our kids, I think, like, two weeks prior to oh. finding out we had passed. Um, but I've also had, I had a, a full-term stillbirth in 2015. So oh, I hate to say, but it, it was easier than that. Stillbirth is, it's hard for me to think about that. I've spoken to, you know, a lot of different women um, who've had loss. Oh. And in general, every single loss is different yeah. for each individual and I, I feel like a loss in and of itself is a, a very difficult thing, regardless yeah. if you're, you know, three and a half weeks yeah. or 40 weeks. I it mean, is. the loss of that hope and that um, that potential future that you're seeing, 
you know, that it's hard. It's really hard regardless of gestation. Do you mind if I ask you a tiny bit about that stillbirth? I am an open book, especially when it comes to stillbirth, because I I feel like a lot of people find it taboo and it's not talked about often. And I'm a pretty open person when I talk about stuff and I don't like to talk about that. I keep reading all of these things. It makes people uncomfortable. It does because you don't want to remind them if it's a moment in their life, they're not thinking about it. I mean, when it comes to something like that is so precious and so vulnerable and just so scarring, I, I, it's hard to bring it up. It really is hard to bring it up. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm in a great space today about it. Good. Oh, um, I mean, for a long time, I was not okay. Yeah. And that's okay too. It's okay to not be okay oh. after a loss, regardless of gestation. I'm really sorry that happened. I I, I can't. I, what caused it, did they say? So I was 37 weeks and five days. Um, I was carrying my two-year-old on my hip down the stairs. Yeah. Um, and my I had socks on at the time. It was winter, and I had slipped. And I landed on my butt okay. um, down just a few stairs. And I thought I was fine. I did not have any pain. I did not have any bleeding. But I did have um, an anterior placenta. So between the weight of my daughter and gravity, um, it was just enough of a jolt that I suffered um, a placental abruption. Oh, my god! Which was concealed. They they call it a silent abruption in which there's no bleeding. Um, So my water broke maybe two hours later. And that's when I saw the blood. And I went, you know, via ambulance to ER, which... I'm only like six minutes from the hospital and he had already passed by the time I arrived. Yeah. He was seven pounds, three ounces and a a gorgeous little boy. I do treasure all of the pictures I have. I don't know if you've ever heard about, um, Oh gosh. Now I lay me down to sleep. Uh, they're an organization that does photography, um, for, for women who have suffered loss. They're an amazing organization. My heart just breaks. I can't, I, I, did you have a service for him or? Um, we did. Or... Of course we named him. We mm. named him Isaiah Joseph oh, with all of our family and friends. Um, and we, we chose to have him cremated. I just, yeah. I still have him. Yeah. I, I haven't gotten to a point where I'm able to even consider letting him go yet. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, I don't think he minds. Yeah. He, he might just stay with me for forever. And that's, and that's okay. That's okay. I made these beautiful necklaces for me, my sister, and my mom um, with my dad's ashes. Just a little bit of his ashes. You just need a tiny bit. Yeah, they really cherished them. You know, it's in the glaze process that you use the ashes. So I understand kind of keeping it close. It's nice. I've seen that type of jewelry before, and I think I've had it on my Christmas list a couple times, but my husband's never gone there. (laughs) You know, it, it does bother some people. So how old were you? That was 2000. Yeah. So it would have been what I was 34. I just turned 34. Okay. My son's um, name is yeah. Joseph as well, his middle name. <laughs> oh, no kidding. Yeah, awesome. yeah. Yeah. So you had your four year old. I'm going to whiz past that. And it sounds so rude. Yeah, but no, let's no, whiz past no. You don't have so much after, time, girl. I've actually had, now, now let me count. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, I've actually had three live births since. Okay. Um, all of which were over 35. 
Wow, you go, girl. So I've been I've been very blessed. I have. Yeah. We've been very lucky. Well, you know, and I think if I, because I started at 39, kind of right before 40, I think if I would have started just a couple years before that, I probably would have had luck too. I really do agree yeah. with you about that age. Just something yeah. happens. It's almost like a light switch. Like, wait, what happened? Yeah. Well, you know what? It is a light switch. It's the mitochondria light switch going out. <laughs> Much to our dismay. Yes, yes. So you were 37, you had your four-year-old. And did you wait a little while before you started trying for what What number was he? Was uh, so he number after, five? So after we had our stillbirth, we actually had my um, my current six-year-old. Um, okay. So we didn't wait at all. Okay. Um, I literally got pregnant the fourth cycle trying after my stillbirth. Oh. Do you connect with her differently? Um. She'll always have a, a special place in my heart for sure. Yeah. Um, she was my rainbow. So I yeah. knit. Um, I knit a lot of things and everything I knit for her was rainbow. Because oh. <laughs> it's fun. My yeah. first birthday party was rainbow themed. Oh. You know, I, I love it. I definitely I would love to see that. Yeah. I don't think you can feel exactly the same after going through so much. It was much more anxiety producing. Oh um, my the pregnancy goodness. itself for sure. I can't imagine what you went through. And we did we induced um early with her as well. It was my first induction. Okay. So she was my oh my gosh, she was my ninth baby. So oh my, my ninth baby goodness. that I delivered. My first <laughs> induction. Oh my gosh. So you were a little bit scared of I that too. Wanna, yes, I didn't want to go to my point of loss. Oh. And I know for a lot of people who've experienced loss that day in which you experience that previous loss yeah. is kind of like that. It, it's scary oh. to get to that point. So we induced at about, thir- I think it was 36 plus four. Okay. And she had no NICU time. Oh she was gosh. wonderful. Wow. It, it was amazing. She did was they, tiny though. Why did they induce that pregnancy? Why did they want to? Um, Really, it was more for my mental health. Okay, okay. My my perinatologist would tell you that, but he used the term gestational hypertension that's, to justify it. That's really, really nice. I'm going to say it's nice and it's scary at the same time because there's going to be women yeah. out there that are going to say, oh my God, I can't believe, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then there's going to be women that wow. are like, thank God, you know, that doctor was compassionate enough to recognize the yes, trauma. I, I think, and he was the one and only doctor of mine that visited me, visited me in the hospital when oh. I had my stillbirth. He was oh, there in gosh. person, present, um, and he doesn't do rounds at the hospital. He took time out of his day to come and, and visit me that day. No, um, so he was very aware of, of my mental state. I can only imagine. So I personally think it's wonderful because this is something I've been a little bit frustrated with lately. I'm not sure if it's because I'm reading new things now that I'm on Instagram and stuff, but doctors, well, they lack compassion a lot of the time and OBGYNs really need to step up the game. Yes. And I've had very bad experiences with mine lately. Oh no. Um, and I have since found a new one, really my old one. Um, yeah. The whole um, quote unquote over 40 stigma is real. It is. Um, even in the medical profession, and it's really sad. Um, there's no reason why someone needs to treat me or or view me in a different way because I've lived on this planet for so many years. Yes. Um, my thoughts, my feelings, and my desires are still valid. Very. 
I had some concerns a, a few months ago in regards to um, some pelvic pain and pressure I was having. I thought yeah. it was related to a cyst. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did call, set up an appointment, had set appointment. And during that appointment, she had mentioned, oh, I want to say four or five different times, quotes like, women your age, yeah. as we get older, um, and wanted to attribute my pain that I was having uh-huh. to other things, such as, her, she mentioned, prolapse. Oh, okay. I don't have a prolapse. I'm, I'm fairly That's- educated in that I think I would know. That's interesting. Um, yeah, and of course, it was it was discovered what it was two or three weeks later. I wound up in the ER with a ruptured cyst. Oh my so I was accurate in my assumption. I would be so. I am angry for you. When I went in with pressure and pain, immediately they sent me for an ultrasound to check for a cyst, and that was my general yeah. practitioner. That wasn't yeah. my OB. That's what I would expect. Yeah. Um, and I did have one. And I did have one. Which I, I essentially oh had to beg for. Oh, my gosh. Um, but there was no stat order on it. And it was set up for literally two days after my ER trip. Um, so oh, it was not helpful. Oh, my gosh. She did not take, you know, my, my concerns um, seriously. Did you write her or let them know this happened? Or you just I let called. It- yeah, I called the office manager Good. and made it very clear to her why I, that I was leaving their office, and okay. I made it very clear to her why I was leaving their office. Now, I have zero hope or faith that, you know, anything actually came from that. Yeah. But. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It probably didn't. Um, Let's hope she at least found out. <laughs> That's absolutely awful. And, you, have, yeah, I'm glad you moved on. I can't. I can't yeah, handle that. My, my new, um, which my new malpractice really is, is what it is. OBGYN, which really is my old one. Okay. The only reason I left was because my um, my four year old son was breech. Okay. Um, and and the version did not work, so we had a C section. Okay. My following pregnancy, um, I wanted to do a VBAC for my two year old. Yes. And she, they are not comfortable doing any type of induction for a VBAC. Oh, that's too bad. Okay. Yeah. I so understand it, but. I'm... I had to go somewhere else. And I did end up needing an induction. My water broke. And, um, you know, 12 hours later, labor still had not started. Okay. So I did need that induction. So I'm really glad I did switch. But now it's time to go back. Oh. <laughs> where I know these ladies I can trust. Yeah. And you can cross the induction bridge when you come to it the next time. Yeah, yeah, you know, whatever. Today, I mean, yeah. we, we got to cross the, the yeah. giant bridge of um, actually getting pregnant before yeah. I can even consider that, right? So, yeah, talk to me about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, I I did mention that I had had, um, you know, the DNC. Yeah. Uh, that would have been, oh, a little over a year ago. So, we have been actively trying since um, it went... I believe it was nine cycles total. We went with zero BFP, mm. so no positive pregnancy tests. And it was extremely um, discouraging. Oh. No, like, I don't understand what's going on here. Now somebody like me who has, you know, 10 living children, um, very proven fertility. That's amazing. It was kind of hard to swallow. No joke. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had three and I thought I was like the most fertile thing on earth when I was 40. I was like, oh my God, I have my IUD in and I'm going to get pregnant with my IUD in. 
happen. No, no. Um, you're 20. <laughs> yeah, I know. When I was 20, it would have happened with an IUD in, so. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so we did have um, two positive pregnancy tests this year. Um, I believe one in, in March and one in May. Okay. Um, that were very short lived. So, you know, like okay. three or four days of positives and, and then bleeding. So, so when did you have your D and E that you have had children since then though, right? No, no, that so, was May of last year. Yeah. That makes me uh, curious. Wonder. Yeah, yeah. About bacteria. Me yeah. Me too. And uh, we've done, um, we've done two courses of antibiotics. Dang. Um, the kind of, what, what type know, of, what was the, bases. what was the brand, like the name of the antibiotic? Um, so it was the, oh gosh, the doxycycline. Yeah. Something. Okay. The doxycycline. Doxycycline was it coupled too- with the other one that starts with an M. Okay. And now I can't remember. No, that should it's do it. I the PV, the one that starts with an M. Okay. When together. I researched it, it said the doxycycline does only work. I th- I'm going to give a number like 70% of the time. And there's another yeah. antibiotic that you have to use to actually get rid of it. That's what's frustrating. And you could be, I mean, I'm just throwing that out there. You could be that 30% that still has some sort of bacteria. Definitely. And now, That's um, frustrating as now hell. we're going to have to talk more about that. I think via text, maybe you can give me the name of that other one. If you're able to look at it. Yes. I, um, I, yeah, yeah, I can. I'll look it up back to my GYN and say, Hey, can we try this now? Yeah. <laughs> I hope he does. And if that's not the case, I, that's a hard one because if your lining is good, your womb is good. There's no bacteria. It's gotta be, um, you know, a, you know, the other thing, age-related. And, and when we, we can talk about the, the big elephant in the room that is that is egg quality. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I feel like ever since, um, I want to say probably mid-summer last year, so a total of a year, I mean, I have been full force with all of the supplements. Yeah. And I mean all. Um, so, you know, the 600 milligrams of ubiquinol, um, you know, all of them, the PQQ. Yeah. I like um, that one. Yeah. I like that one just for like anti-aging. I think I'm going to take the PQQ. (laughs) Like if, you know, once I give you more energy, for sure. Yeah. We do need a little pep in our step, don't we? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Especially me. Real quick. You have. You have, how many children do you have? We have 10 living children. You and your husband? Correct. Oh my goodness. How, yeah, so to just, our oldest, um, I delivered her, I was almost 20. I turned 20 oh. the month after. Um, and they're generally all two years apart. It's just like a love story, fam, big family, stayed together. You just don't see it. I like to think it's a love story. <laughs> it's um, sweet. It is so sweet. And you it's rare. Those are the rare ones. Yeah. You have a huge family. You're all together still. I mean, that's what people dream about having. I mean, you have that. And you know, we never would have imagined, you know, when even when we got married, that we would be here that's... where we are today. Oh, wow. Um, oh. We wanted, you know, three or four. Yeah. And then, I don't know. It's just, you know. We welcomed them as they came. That's um, sweet. That is so sweet. Yeah. Luckier than a lot of other ladies who are, you know, AMA trying to conceive. Um, so while it may be difficult for me to accept, well, at the same time, I always try to remind myself um, 
just how blessed and lucky we are that we have living children, period. Yes, yes, I agree. I agree with that. I, you know, we have to be careful with, it's a sensitive subject um, all the way around. It's because yes, I have four children and I, I desperately want a fifth child and people, you know, people would just go bonkers in their head. They'd be like, lady, I, I don't feel for you one bit, you know, go away lady. <laughs> and it's like, it's hard. It's hard. Uh, that's why we even need to find though, like-minded um, women. You know, even those close to me yeah. probably think I'm, I'm absolutely insane. Well, um, I'm, I'm sorry. Screw them. I'm going to say it. Screw them. Don't aren't even aware that, yeah. you know, we are trying for another one at 41 years old. You have been trying the last you. Okay. So you went nine months without a BFP and then you had the two yeah, losses. I, let's avoid in the last yeah. four cycles. I hate saying chemical now. I'm just, I'm, I'm pissed at that word. It's let's, a miserable term. It's a loss. Is. So you had two losses this year and that's a lot to go through and you're still at yeah. it. So you had the cyst first. How long ago? Um, in between, actually. It was immediately after my first early miscarriage. Okay. I think, um, honest to goodness, I wonder if it wasn't like a, a persistent corpus luteum or something. Yeah, it could have I, been. I don't know for sure. It could have been. My cyst was like a, hem- it was called a hemorrhagic corpus yeah. luteum cyst. So the, the, the corpus luteum like started bleeding inside of itself and it got bigger, you know? That's what I guess mine as hemorrhagic as well. So it does make me wonder. Yeah, this that sort of thing happens all the time, I think. It's frustrating because a lot of women go back on their for their baseline and they'll have a cyst and it's like, well, your corpus luteum can but it looks different too, so they should know the difference. But it's just frustrating. Cysts are so frustrating. Yes. Well, it's especially because we have kind of been um trying some very mild ovulation stimulation drugs. Uh, yeah. Um, so, of course, if you have a cyst that is, you know, there at all, that's not an option. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean. Strangely enough, though, the, the two cycles we did conceive and lost, um, they were both natural cycles. Interesting. Um, I've tried five you- medicated cycles total, and none of them have resulted in a pregnancy. That's interesting. And they were close together. They were close, you know, February and March. Those are very close together. Well, um, March and, and May. I'm sorry. I'm, yeah, I don't okay. know. February, March and May. That's right. Two months apart. Yeah. March. They were only like two weeks out after the second one. Oh. Did you start anything the first, the, you know, the few months before that? Yes. Um, so the first, um, Early miscarriage was March. I started using the LLLT. I believe it was February second. So oh my the gosh, was the red light? Yeah, isn't that awesome? <laughs> yeah, it is. But, I mean, so I use it religiously. Um, now I'm past ovulation, so I'm only using it on my neck right now. But so I use it every other day. You're going Always. to be blown away by the article I'm writing. I'm sorry. I'm going to toot my own freaking horn for once. My own, my own horn. I'm excited. So there's a lot of stuff we didn't know. So much stuff. Oh yeah. And I'm not going to tell you right now because (laughs) I'll make you read it. But (laughs) no, I am so amazed. For instance, the, I'm going to say this real quick to you, but the Japanese studies showed five or six cycles for optimum results. Okay. Yeah. 
and we didn't know yeah we didn't think that before and that kind of coincides with me I didn't get lucky until like my fifth or sixth cycle using it but my lining was only five millimeters for like three of those cycles yeah after IVF only after IVF but also I didn't have my lining regularly checked before IVF so I think it was probably that way the whole freaking time Yes, yes. My periods were like literally one day sometimes. Oh my. Yeah. Got after you. And that seems to be kind of typical too as we get older. As we get um, older and after birth yeah. control. After an IUD, that can really mess up your lining because it's so used to being like, is it atrophic? It's or it's just so used to not doing what it's supposed to do. Yes. Yeah, it, yeah. it like memorizes not doing what it's supposed to do or something. It's just so strange. So yeah, no, I, I'm excited. I'm excited writing it and I'm excited to share it. And I mean, that's what's, I mean, I love doing this, the blog thing for that reason. Cause I'm, I'm having a retrieval too. Hello. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So back to you, back Good to you. Coming. Yeah. For both of us. <laughs> Damn it. We have well, the light. I'm certainly not ready to give up yet. No. And um, you're only 41. You know, you're kind of I young. I intended originally. Um, you know, in May to say, you know what, that's it. I'm, I'm done tracking. I'm done taking all of the pills every day. I'm done. And after we've, you know, after we had these two losses, it's kind of like, it's almost renewed that sense of hope for me. Yeah. Like maybe it's yeah. possible. Maybe I just need to find that one golden, perfect egg. Yeah, you I do. And it doesn't even have to be golden and perfect. It can be like, chrome or or bronze you know it doesn't have to be freaking gold we just need we just need a little you know and and I don't want to say LLLT and and the NMN supplements which I'm going to do my next because June is Pilate Awareness yeah. Month yeah. so I wanted I'm to do now. I am I am technically considered infertile oh isn't that great yeah well <laughs> yeah I mean yeah I, you're in good company <laughs> I don't want to say that that will help get every AMA mom pregnant, but um, it's worth a try. Hell and yeah, I, I it's worth I a added, try. I added NMN very recently. That that one and NAC were the most, the two most recent ones that I've added. I um, think... And I, I want to say probably March is mm. when I added those two. Well, I think good things are coming for you then. I hope so. Yeah, I hope yeah. right. And all I can do is you know continue to hope and pray and. If it happens, that's freaking fantastic. Yeah. And if it's not in a year, maybe I'll reevaluate again. Yeah, no, you definitely have time. And that's nice. Like women that are listening to this podcast, you know, they'll hear for the first time, oh, you have time and you're 41. They're like, what the hell is this lady talking about? Yes. Well, it's true. You know, I mean, is. we see women every day. No, we see women every day, 41, 42, 43, getting pregnant. Definitely. Yeah. And why should I believe that that can't happen for me? You should not, and no one should. I agree. Definitely. Your four-year-old's your last baby? No, I have a two-year-old. That's right, also. that's right. She just turned two, so my, my youngest little one. Um, oh. I She's amazing. Oh. <laughs> she's so amazing. Oh. Um, yeah, and I, I'm, I hope I'm going to try not to cry. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Um, yeah, we, um, she really was the first one that I had issues with at delivery. Oh. Um, so I guess 
they tried to, I, I made the mistake of, of going with the epidural is really what I did. Okay. Um, I got the epidural and literally delivered like 30 minutes later. It was so stupid. Oh. Uh, it was so stupid. Oh. But because I had gotten the epidural, I was unable to empty my bladder. So they tried to do the calf. Oh. And she said she wasn't able to get anything out, but she could clearly see that my uterus was distended due to my full bladder. Okay. And we said, well, well, we'll reevaluate that when we get you in the other room. So they transferred me to the other room, and I don't know if you know how long it takes for them to do something like that. I I, I don't remember. But, yeah, I think it, well, you go down a hour. lot of hallways. It was probably an hour okay. that went by to the other room, and no one ever even checked on me again oh the, the nurse gosh. never came back to, to try the cath or to, to try to get me to empty my bladder again long story short um i had one hell of a hemorrhage oh. because my uterus was unable to contract because my bladder was full in the way oh yeah so were they running around freaking out afterwards um so i think my blood pressure at its lowest was like 60 over 30 oh, maybe 34 that's I mean, it, bad. Was, it was bad to where i i almost lost consciousness oh that's bad yeah um and it, it's crazy because i was the one being very i guess you could say i was a bitch at the time oh well good because i was <laughs> sorry for swearing no was, you should have been a bitch with them what i knew i needed as far as <sighs> like okay what are we doing where are oh the blood products? God. Were they ordered yet? Oh or what God. floor are they on? Like, how long until they get here? Isn't that, <laughs> you know? is that the like, most horrible feeling? Good. And then you could have saved your own life. Student, um, do the sweep to pull out any clots. And I said, yeah, no. No. That's just not going to work. Good. Good. Uh, <laughs> I said the same thing this time when I was in... I was like, I don't want a medical student. I said it really nice and sweet and, you know, with a big old smile, I but yeah, no. I would have been prepared to not be sweet as well. I, I just wanted someone that had been experienced. Yes. Well, I was, I was afraid at that point. And when I'm she so was, sorry. when the med student was prepping to do the procedure, oh. I looked at her and said, no. are they expecting you to do this? And she said, yeah. And I said, well, have you ever done a manual sleep of a uterus before? <laughs> Poor girl. He said, no. I said, honestly, if this is your first experience, this is not the one you want. Good for you. Yeah. I mean, it was a miserable experience. So she, I don't even, I keep lost count of how many times she had actually had to sweep. Oh, my you know, God. At this point, my epidural had worn off. They gave me a shot of, uh, I think it was fentanyl so or something. sorry. But it did not work. <laughs> oh, that must have been just so painful and awful. It was a miserable experience. I did end up, you know, needing two bags of blood oh, after. Yeah. Um, and it, it cost me an extra day in the hospital, which I was not. Well, and it traumatized the living shit out of you. Yeah. Yeah, I was scared. Oh, and, and this was in the height of COVID. Oh. So my husband had already gone home to be with my other children. Yeah. And you and were he was oh. not allowed back. <gasps> once you leave and I'll let back which month so was, was this alone. which month was this and year oh this was May of 2020 May of 20 oh, oh my god yeah it was right in the middle yeah. of COVID yep so I was all alone oh my god it got better <laughs> you know I was so panicked because I called him oh my at gosh. like 8pm going I might need to go back to surgery I'm not sure Oh. This is where we're at. This is what's happening. I'll call you back and let you know. So your bladder? Until the next morning. Your bladder pushed your uterus? 
If you have a full bladder, your uterus has a harder time contracting. Okay. I can understand that. Okay. I can understand yeah. that because I actually, I hemorrhaged after my first son was born. I was only 19. I had had so much Pitocin in my uterus. I guess, is it the Pitocin is what they used to use, I think, for an induction. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And I had also been induced. Yeah. My VBAC and I, my water had broken and nothing happened. So, yeah. 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 And so my uterus, the doctor, he was an old little guy with white hair, little glasses. He, you know, he was just like a little, I don't know, a perfect little doctor. No, my uterus hemorrhaged because he said the uh, the Pitocin makes it so your uterus can't contract. It just becomes completely lazy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what they, of course, if you read my file, that's what it will say. They will call it uterine atrophy. It was not uterine atrophy. They just would like to blame the fact that I had God. had so many children prior. They yeah, that's bullshit. To the fact that, you know, um, a nurse failed to do her job. That's a story that... I'm surprised you want more after, you know, but uh, I understand it because um, so do I. Well, and, and there were thoughts, um, you know, after my youngest of maybe this just needs to be our last. Um, however, yeah. I kind of always leave it in my husband's court as far as I'm unwilling to do hormonal birth control. Okay. Um, so, you know, if you would not like more, I'd be happy to call and, and schedule the appointment with the urologist if that's what you would like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he did not pursue that. So that's on him. Yeah. He must not care too much. No. Not enough I mean, to get snipped. Frankly, yeah. Frankly, when you, you know, you have 10 children, um, what is one more? <laughs> yeah, no, no joke. What is one more? It's a blessing, my dear. It's not oh, that's everything so that we're cute. unprepared or cannot handle. No. And so your oldest child is 20, 21. 20, okay, 21, yeah. Yeah. Mine's 23. I could be a grandmother, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah, that's that's something else altogether. Yeah, that raises a whole bunch of other feelings and stuff, I think, you know. We go to... Uh, kindergarten drop off this past year with my my six year old. I literally hang with the grandmothers and talk to them. Oh my god, that's so cute! Because I have nothing in common with all of these ladies that are you know twenty to twenty three. That is so, um, that's cute. I mean, it's cute. What can I say? And I would I think I do the same thing wherever I go. I like older people. Should I say elderly? I don't know if elderly is the right term or not. Just the older ladies. You know, the ladies that are my mom's age, between my age and my mom's age. Yeah. You're in good company. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cute. Well, I mean, I wonder if you would feel differently if you did have a grandchild. Um, I don't know. My my oldest daughter, um, she is a lesbian, so she dates girls. Aww. And she tells me that, you know, we're they're waiting at least five more years. So that's that is encouraging. So sweet. <laughs> And my uh, my oldest son is 19. He does He's... have a very long-term girlfriend, um, but he is in college. Oh, that's and great. And he also assures me that they are safe, and that is not in their short-term plan. That's great. So I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that it, it will be a little bit yet. I pray. Yeah. I'm not ready to be a grandmother <laughs> yet. I mean, I, I look forward to that time. Don't get me wrong. I do. Yeah. I look forward to it. I think it will be amazing. Yeah. But at the same time... Um, not yet. I'd really yeah. love one of my own first. Yeah. I would. My my seventeen year old son is gay. Also, I think it's really wonderful and great that you just say it out loud. 
and you don't give a shit about anybody else's. I don't. No, <laughs> thank goodness. And so I just wanted to share too that, you know what, this is our lives and these are our children and we love them and they're amazing. And yes, 1000%. Um, and my husband and I kind of joke that because we do have 10 children, odds are that one of our other children will either be gay or bisexual. And we kind of joke about which one we think that oh. may be. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. Well, you know. Yeah, the odds are. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. One in ten? Nah, I doubt it. One in five? Yep. That sounds about right. My 17-year-old son is calling me, probably going, where are you, Mom? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, no. Thank you so much. of all of my little ones while I'm gone. So you're going to be maybe pursuing low hormonal cycles, maybe, or like natural cycles, LLT, and supplements. That's your... your... Um, So... We are open to um, the ovulation stimulation medication, so things like Clomid, um, things like Letrozole. Um, I'm also personally open to some of the other maybe more expensive, crazy injectable things. However, we are not prepared and have not agreed um, to see a a reproductive endocrinologist. Okay. Okay. Um, Just the cost factor. When yeah. we're looking at all of the people we are already responsible for. Yes, yes. It just doesn't make sense. Yes. I for I mean, I completely understand. Yeah. So, so I, I mean, what will be, will be. And I, I will do my darndest to, you know, increase our chances as best that I humanly can. Yeah. Well, I know you. You are already. So I guess maybe, maybe, you know. Maybe you'll come back on here later and it'll all be just, you know, the way you want it. <laughs> I, I would love to be one of your success stories and say, you know, <laughs> I owe 80% of this to all of the knowledge and information. Oh my gosh. No, <laughs> gosh. Uh, you're t- now I'm blushing. Well, good. You should be. Um, oh, I'm, I'm serious. I'm not, you know, trying kind. to shoot your horn. I am just being serious. You're so sweet. Well, I. I share what I read. So that's it. I share what I read. And, yes, and it, as far as LLLT goes, um, there really isn't a lot out there to read. So I am curious. Oh. Um, you know, there, there's the two studies and that's like it. Yeah, well, there's the two studies, but but really it's not just one study from the Japanese side. They put out article after article after update after update, and they changed the LLT light, you know, and they changed the technique over time. So their method is sort of different. I'm just getting into the Denmark study today and I'm going to, you know, kind of summarize that and, and and write up about that. And then, um, no, it's really, I I have found it interesting. And I think anyone like you who actually thinks it's beneficial will find it really interesting. Yeah, I, I only wish that I had started at dinner, truly. That's actually, um, that's the yeah, one the thing. The kind of threw me back a little bit for a while. But I know. But when you compare it to the amount of money that I spend on supplements That's what month, you have to do. You have to. affordable. It is expensive, but then you have to go, okay, $100 or $200 one time, and I will use this on all of my family's bad muscles and joints as well. Yes, I used it on my husband's knee last night using it once a week is what this I just you're gonna have to read this article for knees and stuff once a week is good even just once a week wow yeah that's impressive okay yeah 
If you, I, I mean, for, you to do that. yeah, for people who are like, oh, I don't really want to do this. Once a week is good. Okay. So that's yeah, way less than I use it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I used to use it multiple times a day, just up and down my spine when I first got it. It helped so much, but while my baby's awake and like looking in the, yes, in the sitting there. My grocery store. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much, side. Daisy. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. Well, it was, it was great chatting with you. It was so great learning um, more about I will you. certainly look for um, your future posts. Thank you. Right, thank you. Have a great, great chatting. Yeah. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining me. If you'd like more information, please go to www.notriggerwarnings.com. Check it out. Subscribe. It's totally free. And it lets me know that I'm reaching people. I'll see you next Saturday.